Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Go. Hello and welcome to the When Calls Heart After Show, James Conversations. I'm James Lodgini here on JLJ Media. Now, you see the person already that's here and you know she's my favorite character. You know she's my favorite <laughs> actresses. And I get to talk to her. And I think now I've known you as long as the show. So you've been on the show. So that's, that's like this years at this point, girl. So yeah. How, yeah, I would say about six years, seven. I don't know. I can't yeah, because we met at that one Hardy's family reunion, but way back, like a yes. few Hardy family reunions ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, going to walk. God, time flies. Oh, Pascal Hutton. Make sure you say your name. Hi, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. Good, sorry, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Uh, of course, you know she plays Rosemary. Now, I want to I want to ask you because this season is almost over. <laughs> I can't believe it. It went by so fast. It seems like um, they went over. It did. Well, a lot happened this season. It did. And what? There's two things that. There's three things that Rosemary I feel has really gone through this season. Uh, one I want to talk about is. The friendship you and Elizabeth mm -hmm. got back on track, but also now because I work in so I work in press and I have friends who are actors, uh, so I do know the understanding of off camera. What can I say? I thought it was very interesting. So that's one thing you guys have actually gone through. How's that been for you? Because in real life, you're an act, you're an actor. I'm sure you have friends who are you know. I mean, so what's, what was that like playing that out kind of on screen? It wasn't fun. We didn't like it. We like it better when we're, when we get to kind of have an extension of our actual friendship, which is light and jovial and supportive and loving. And it was not a lot of fun for us to play that at odds, tension, antagonistic kind of uh, dynamic in our friendship last season. So we're on track this season. And then, you know, obviously I think uh, on in episode nine, there was some tension be, about do we do the article or not do the article, and we had very different. Elizabeth and Rosemary had very different opinions about that, and um, but I think you know they're maturing and they're able to kind of have their friendship and know that that's rock solid, and then also have these tougher conversations that are more professional. Well, I mean. I think you'd agree. Rosemary has really matured into this position of running this newspaper. I mean, I, like, I, like, just taking back from where you came, you know, you yeah. show to now in terms of you were going through what do I want to do with my life, blah blah blah. Because you did, you did own businesses, you ran businesses and things in the town, but like this newspaper, are we're seeing a different side of Elizabeth, aren't we? I mean, sorry, sorry, Elizabeth of of Rosemary. We're Rosemary, of her. yeah, yeah. I just think she's using more of the full scape of her talents and skills and um, uh, character in this, in her new role as running the newspaper. And so I think that's really exciting for her and she feels like she's kind of firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I think she is. And well, that exchange with you, Elizabeth, about 
running the story or not. And even you and Lee, you guys have, have butted heads here and there too, the character Lee. I feel like Rosemary was always kind of right. <laughs> Jason. I mean, yeah. it, seems, it turns out, I mean, even though you did, the character did apologize about the way you went about it. But yeah, which is, is, I think what she's learning. I think she's learning about the way to go about things. But I think, I mean, and that's been part of Rosemary's character right from the beginning, which is she's always been very clear in what she believes and how and what she wants to go for. And so she's finding how to do that as she runs the newspaper. But I don't think she's been unwavering in what she feels is the right thing to do in the moment and for each situation that has arisen through the newspaper. Yeah, definitely. Because I just feel like every decision that kind of came up, you were right. I mean, the whole thing with, you know, the Canfields, you know, I, I said, I love how, and, and you and Kevin both played this so wonderfully, but how he just wanted to help. He wanted to help his friend. And mm -hmm. you were like, but you, your character saw it in a mm -hmm. way that Joseph did say later, you were right. Um, there, you kind of stepped on some, you know, there's, a, there's a couple of steps. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I thought it was handled very, very sensitively, which I which I liked that that how that story line went. I know uh, Viv who plays who plays the the pastor, and then Kevin who plays Lee and I. The three of us had a lot of conversations about how to tell that story and how to play it delicately and sensitively, um, because it, it people had all three people had good intentions and good intentions don't necessarily mean that they are executed perfectly. Yeah. And I, so, please. yeah, just how, so how to do that anyway. So I, I liked that. I liked how that storyline played out and, and the conversations that ended up happening between the characters because of that. I know I, I just want to, I, what I wanted just to say is that I, as a, a person of color, I've talked to Viv on our show about that. Okay. Um, and I know, so I'm just letting you know that it did play out very well. It was, it, it was, it was beautifully done because there were words that weren't said that didn't, yes. that didn't need to be said. We got it. Um, yeah. And it was about friend, but it was about friendship. It was about justice, friendship. I like the way it was mixed together. It was kind of like, yeah. Joseph's a man. He's still a man who wants to provide for his family and wants yeah. the stuff. Lee wants to help out and, and right or wrong. And Rosemary's kind of standing by both of them saying I yeah. see the situation. That's kind of how I saw it. How I saw yeah, it. no, I think that that's bang on. I think that that's bang on. And going back to what you said, if there were things that were said and there were things that weren't said, Viv actually was really clear on, he was like, I don't, there were certain parts where he was like, I don't think this needs any words. I, I don't, I, there were words written and he was oh. like, I don't, think, I don't think it needs it. I think this is all communicated in a look. Like, I don't think I need the words, which was I really ended up being so much more powerful, right? I totally agree. And another thing that was very interesting this season, <laughs> oh, poor Hickam. Lee, <laughs> Lee and Hickam having this, this divide about him being married. It was, it was very, we never saw Lee in a shady sort of way, kind of. Like, he was kind of shady towards him. And it really showed us a side of the town that we hadn't seen in a while either. But again, yeah. Riff was like very much like, okay, what's going on here? Are you guys still friends? You're not acting like a friend. That was interesting too, wasn't it? That was another interesting thing too. Yeah. And I mean, I think the thing is, is that Lee was coming at it with, it was just because he cared so deeply about the town and he, 
was seeing Hickam in over his head. And I, I don't think that that's, that's saying anything that wasn't clear in the show. Yeah. Hickam was in over his head and, and, and he probably wasn't the person who should have won the election. Like really, like, I think we've seen him now grow into this role over the season, but initially out of the gate, was he the strongest choice? No, he wasn't the strongest choice. And I think that that was so frustrating for the character of Lee. And yet that those are the cards that are dealt. And so I think Rosemary was like, you kind of need to get past your frustration on that and, and move towards what is best for the town? What are you trying to, what's the bigger picture? What are you trying to accomplish with your writing in this paper? Are you just trying to take down somebody or, and does that really help the town by trying to be so critical of the job that they're doing or does it help them? Cause they are the mayor, like it or not, you gotta rise, you gotta lift them up then. I know it's, it's just, I, I, that's why I love about these, these, this, this season, the season was very much about the town. Uh, I felt like we got back to like Hope Valley. Like people were really, we had to see pockets of what people were going through. Um, Absolutely. Seriously. And I, I thought that was great. And how, how people's actions can affect someone else and friendships were tested and stuff. Now, another thing that I think is very interesting for Rosemary and Lee, especially for Rosemary, which is just, I'm, I'm, I'm pins and needles with this part of the storyline because we've just been so invested is, you're possibly pregnant. I mean, as of this last episode, we <laughs> we were sure, but now we're not sure, kind of. Yeah, maybe, possibly. That's what Rosemary says. Um, you know, so what we wanted to explore in the show is the idea that there wasn't, you couldn't run to the pharmacy and get a pregnancy test back in 1919, which is where we are in the story now. And so what was that journey actually like for a woman? There would be hints and inclinations, but there wasn't a tried and true test that you could take. There were no ultrasounds. There was no blood work. There was no like pregnancy test. Like there wasn't anything. And so it was really, people were finding out that they were pregnant much, A, much further into the pregnancy. And it was a much more, um, I think, confusing and unsettling journey to get to that decision and John Tinker really felt strongly that he wanted to tell that story of Ro we've obviously had Rosemary going I'm not pregnant I'm not pregnant I'm not pregnant for seasons now years and to kind of look at this like maybe I am maybe I'm not I, I this is really unexpected and how do I feel about this and I don't want to get too excited about it because maybe it's not going to happen and that vulnerability that goes with that uncertainty, right? And so that's what that's what the story John wanted to tell this season, which I think was really, really interesting and really um, unique. It's a unique storyline because it's unique to this time period. Yes, and I also want to bring up, because it kind of ties into, I want to ask you as an actor choice also, when it was mentioned this last episode, you said, me, Lee and I, I'm paraphrasing some of it, but Lee and I, have accepted and even enjoyed the life we were building together, knowing we couldn't have a child. Like we got, we kind of accepted we couldn't have one, and so we're actually we've we've been we've moved on, so to speak, um, with that. So I thought that was really beautifully said. So now this possibility is like it's like saying, well, you can't go do, do door number two 
but all of a sudden now you can't. Like all these years you couldn't go through there, but now you can. That's interesting. That's an interesting thing. I want to say dilemma. It's an interesting thing that comes up for you. But as an actor, as an actor, when you read the scripts, because for a while, except for so long, it was like we just, I, I didn't even figure it. Well, that's done. There, she's a good auntie. She's a good get you know, to Jags. Like I just didn't realize anything. So You're good. the only one. I've been receiving messages for years. No one else accepted it. Everyone's been messaging me. When are you going to be pregnant? When is Rosemary going to be pregnant? When are they having a baby? They were not accepting. Wow, that's, that's good to know. I, I really did. I just kept thinking, well. They haven't done it in so long. I mean, like, it's not gonna. I mean, I guess it's not gonna do it. I get. I just. I just. I'm thinking that must yeah. be it. So they'll be good. So okay. So you've been hearing from everybody else. So you weren't that surprised when it came up. That I guess in the, in the script, or were you surprised when it came up in the script? Oh no, this has been. This has been a very. The, the, we had a, John and I had a lot of conversation okay. Okay. about this, and um, if we wanted to tell this story, how we tell this story, and what is the story that we're going to tell with it. Okay. lots of conversations lots of conversations before season nine even started lots of conversations even in season eight we were talking about it so no there were a lot of conversations so I was well aware he and I had worked on it together and we had come up with something that we felt uh was true to the creative integrity of these characters and the story we were telling with them and that's what I think we're seeing play out in these last few episodes of when calls the heart season nine yeah um how do you keep it fresh playing the character or you played it for years now. I mean, this is a blessing, first of all, for an actor to get a job that lasts, uh, to play the same character for a long time. is It's not that common, folks. Um, but now you have this, how do you keep it fresh for you? I think at the heart of it, I love Rosemary so much. I love her. And so any day that I get to play that character, I am genuinely delighted. And I feel nothing but joy about saying those words as that character. And to the writer's credit, they have never wanted to pigeonhole Rosemary as one thing. They have allowed over nine seasons her to evolve and grow and evolve and grow and evolve and grow. And obviously there's some core personality traits that have stayed with her throughout all those seasons but she, they've always been peeling back more layers. And so it's always been exciting. I've always felt like every season I've learned new things about this woman and I genuinely love her so much. Then from a practical side, Kevin and I, that is just a partnership that is a gift to me. And he, he and I love to uh, like throw the ball back and forth figuratively. And right. so I just feel like I'm kept on my toes with him. And obviously the majority of my work is with Kevin. And so I just feel like it's a game every time I'm on set with him of like, oh, I wonder what he's going to throw my way this time. And I wonder what, and I just love it. I, it's, it never, it just doesn't, it just doesn't get bored for me. I love working with Kevin. I love this character. And and so it just, it, it is always fresh for me. It's not even a struggle. I don't have to work at it. It just is. I think years ago, I asked you how to describe Rosemary. So I'm gonna ask you again. Yeah. Now it's different. How would you describe Rosemary? I think at her heart, she's always been passionate, vivacious and larger than life. And we've never lost those qualities, but we've also seen her 
depth and strength of character grow over the seasons. And she is an incredibly strong woman, clear, clear, concise thinker and, uh, and kooky. I mean, she's a kooky person. And I love that. The, the kookier, the better. When, I always love when they write me these, these crazy lines that only could come out of Rosemary's mouth. That keeps it really fresh for me. Those kooky lines that you're like, oh my, Rosemary, what are you even talking about? And yet it, to her, it makes perfect sense. Like, what are you talking about? How do you not understand what I, what I just said? And I love that. I love that about her. I will say the Halloween stuff was very kooky and hilarious. You got Rosemary got to dress up. She's like, and I have all these costumes. Like that makes sense. Like it totally yes. makes sense that Rosemary did get rid of her theater stuff. She still has her stuff. So I thought that was hilarious. You and Kevin did play fun with that stuff. Oh my god, it was like she. Of course, they would give her Halloween. Of course, I mean that's just. I know. You know that was a real surprise. Oh. Uh, when I got that script, and then I, at first it was honestly the first variation there were a lot more costumes. We settled on two, but Rosemary and Lee had, I think like four or five costume changes oh, wow. throughout those two episodes. And then logistically, we realized that it, that was a big problem. How do you go from, like one of them was Raggedy Ann and Andy. It was like, how do you go oh from Oh my Raggedy goodness, I would have loved to see that. Super cute. But how do you go from Raggedy Ann and Andy to Juliet in the same day? Like, it was just like the time that would it would have taken to like, do myself up, undo, build it up again. It was going to be too much. So we ended up like dialing it back to just the two looks, which were still so much fun. And I loved. And I love that people kept saying, so are you this? And like, no, I'm not supposed to be this. I keep them for Lee's care. I just, they couldn't yes. get who he was. Like, <laughs> you were who you were, but they couldn't get who he was. That made me laugh also. Um, I just, I just think that Rosemary of, of many of the characters is one of, is one most evolved and, um, and can play how you, you can, and you as an actress can totally be funny one second and heartbreaking the next. I just love it. I mean, I've always told you just always, you just, you just, you bring it every time. And I think this show is so, and so folks who are, you know, watch the show and watch you, what would you like to say to the Hardys? Just what would you say to them? I have such a deep, deep, genuine gratitude for the Hardys and how they have kept this show going. We have no show without our fans. And they have really, they started out at this small little group Good. and it grew and it grew and it grew. And they're so passionate and they love these characters so much. And they love Hope Valley so much. And I, I, it's just such an honor to be able to tell these stories and have them received the way they are received. And I just hope I hope so much that I get to continue doing that uh, forward for a season 10 and hopefully an 11 and a 12 and a 13. I, I just, it would be such an honor to be able to continue telling those stories and have them received by the Hardys the way they have been. Yeah, last question. I know folks, I don't tell her forever, but you know, we can't. Uh, but here's the <laughs> deal. Um, and this, this is kind of a whimsical kind of question. Is there any thing you wish they would add to Rosemary? Because we haven't really seen much of like her family or like somebody crazy. Like, was there any kind of wish thing you wish could, could possibly happen just out there? You know, secretly, yes. I've always thought it would be hilarious to have Rosemary's mom come to town. Because I don't know, her, like, 
really hardcore hardies might remember this because there's only been one or two lines about this in the whole history of our show that Rosemary's mom was a performer as well and that Rosemary's dad was a Mountie and her mom was a performer and I always thought it would be hilarious to have her mom show up and Rosemary seems so meek and quiet and mild compared to her mom that her mom is even like rosemary but times a hundred yes and i thought that that would be hilarious to see how rosemary like deals with a kind of overpowering mom and i've gone so far in my imagination i have heard that reba mcintyre is a big fan of when calls the heart and i thought it would be so funny to have her come in and play the mom reba (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking into existence. Rhea McIntyre. We'd love to have you on the show. We love Reba. Yeah. I love Reba. yeah. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. Wouldn't that it be would, good? Because also that would give you a chance to play another side of Rosemary. We could see too, like yeah, like the daughter, which yes. we've never seen her in that role. No. She's always been more of the spearheader in yeah. in the relationships, and to have somebody who's kind of maybe a bit overbearing and Rosemary a bit flustered as she tries to tries to please her mom we've never seen that and i think that that would be funny that would be okay i'm i'm i'm, I'm shipping that yes i we want, we want, we want to come on the show if we get a season 10 and we come on yeah there. exactly at least, for, at least for one episode at least for one episode yeah come on in and do that oh my god i love that thank you pascal as always you are lovely 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 be late be late happy mother's day to you it just passed thank you thank, thank you so much it's always my pleasure. Folks, Pascal Hutton, she, you'll see her in the season finale. We saw that preview. Oh my God, nothing happened to Lee, please. Nothing happened to Lee, please, in that fire. Don't let anything happen to him. We saw the preview. It's on this Sunday. Um, and of course, I'm here on JLJ Media, and we will see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.